I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my god, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a growing oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. Traveling the globe and meeting up with friends in unusual places is one of the coolest aspects associated with being a street performer. So when I found out my friend Michael Troutman was going to be at the 1993 Shizuoka Daidoge Festival with me, I was really looking forward to connecting. Inevitably, the best hangs happen over a meal, and this was certainly the case in this instance. But there were all sorts of things about this particular dining experience that made it even more memorable because we had no clue what we were getting ourselves into. Without question, we were like two fish out of water in a story we're calling Shizuoka Sushi. Well, we met in Japan, and I knew you were going to be there, and I was happy about that because it was my first trip to any Asian country, and so I was, uh, but I was excited. I uh, was living in New York at the time, and already into Japanese food and wanted to experience the real thing. And so I flew to Japan, and I knew you were going to be there, and... I didn't know you were there yet, but I got there and got off the plane and, you know, they brought me there and got, got to Shizuoka and put me in the Hotel Washington, Washington yeah, yeah. Uh, with the room I could touch both walls at the same time. Yeah, on the other side, boom, boom, right there yeah, and there. Yeah. They're not big rooms. No. Uh, uh, but you were there and so I was excited and I said, Dave, I want to have real Japanese sushi. And it was the first night. First so. night. They, I got there, they handed me my per diem of yen, and so I had a big wad of cash, and I was all hyped up off the plane, and yep. I said, let's go find some real sushi. And I'd been to Japan a couple of times You'd at been, that point, yeah, you were, so and you I been, felt like I was supposed to be your tour guide, and yeah. I was like, well, all right, let's go. I'm not really an aficionado <laughs> of sushi, but yeah, I'll come with you, because I like you, so and let's so, go. And so the way I remember it was like, you were, I, I was... Uh, you know, jazzed up on air travel, and and you were happy to go along and, sure, and yeah. hang out. And so we go out walking, and I you start walking around there, and there are lots of touristy kind of sushi restaurants that all have the uh, a photo on the billboard outside the, the restaurant. That uh, here's what you can get. Here's what you can get. Or the the plastic food. So you go, yeah. okay. If you have a real problem with the ordering, you just bring the person yeah. outside and you, you go, I want that, that one. one. You point and, at the one and, you want. and they seemed too touristy to me. And so I said, no, I want to find like a real Japanese sushi restaurant. Right. You know, legitimate, you know, good. And, and so we walked along and we looked in and saw this tiny little place. There were no signs, no anything other than Japanese. You know. <laughs> And, but looked in and you could see that it was a sushi bar and it was tiny. There was maybe six chairs at the yeah, sushi really bar small. and then maybe three tables and, yeah. and something tiny. like that. Tiny, tiny place. And so we, I said, here, here, we'll go here. So we go in and there's only Japanese businessmen, you know, $1,000 suits now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh, great, this is perfect. We can sit and we sit up at the counter there and the sushi chef is a serious guy. He's back there and he's looking at us and... And I knew a couple of, uh, you know, uh, sashimi or, or, you know, and so I asked for a hamachi. I wanted some yellowtail. And, and it turned out it was a sashimi order because he's back there and he's got the ice and he's shaving the ice and sculpting a flower out of ice. And then it's beautiful. Cutting the fish and making a flower out of the fish and setting it on the ice. And, and it was just 
gorgeous, fabulous presentation preparation, and he sets this dish up right on the counter, and 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 it was fabulous. It was everything that I wanted it to be. It was you know the sushi was. Melt in your mouth, good. You didn't have a whole lot from what I remember either. No, it was just one order of yellowtail, the first order, and then I had an order of of tuna, uh, and both were just like one order, and it was more than three pieces of sashimi like you get in the American sushi restaurant. Right. But it was it was not a lot, and it was so it was just these two orders, and we and we I think we both had a sake, or I had a sake. I don't know. You maybe just had a whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm enjoying it a lot, but I'm looking around the restaurant more and more and seeing these guys and looking at this presentation of a piece of sculpture that I had just eaten that is unlike anything I've ever had before in my life. And I believe at one point I said to you, I, I think we should pay and, and go. And, and you kind of gave me one of those, uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> and I began to get nervous about how much this was going to cost, <laughs> and rightly so, because I believe that it was... It was like, close to 100 bucks. Yeah, easily close to 100 bucks for just the two, two orders. Two uh, you know. <laughs> I just remember yeah. you getting the bill and your eyes doing one of those cartoon, <laughs> John drops, and, and the guy behind the bar, the guy who gives you the bill, looks at you, and in his broken English, Japanese, he looks at you and goes, Expensive, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just, it's like I, I saw that and it was like, well, I barely have that much Japanese yen that they've just handed to yeah. me earlier in the evening that was supposed to be my per diem for the week. Right, right. <laughs> I don't have enough. What am I going to do? Yeah. But we, we got but I felt just like a total fool. It was, it was fantastic. It was. For me, the whole experience was walk in be supportive of my friend, look around, those guys could maybe be Yakuza. And I just kept going, there are no, like internally, there's no prices, these people look like they yeah. could kill us. Yeah. The guy behind that's got like six or seven really sharp knives. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, let's get sake. And I was like, let's <laughs> Just the perfect off the plane in Japan experience. Best sushi ever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the generous support of listeners like you. As we reach the end of 2014, I'd like to take the time to thank all of the people who made financial contributions to the project this year. John Park, Holly Baker, Margot Graham, Ben Decker, Owen Lean, Daniel Oldacre, Stuart Avery, Henrik Boda, Brian Hulse, Lynn Sosnowski, Lisa Lottie, Daniel Craig, Al Miller, Barry Friedman, Brant Matthews, Rob Torres, Oscar Kindbum, Richard Rennard, Pogo Fred, Michael Trotman, Jamie Mossengren, and Tim First. I'm super pleased to announce that your donations have allowed us to pay off our deficit and will allow us to enter 2015 debt-free. That is so awesome. If you like what we're doing but haven't contributed yet, feel free to swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website, click on the donate button, and throw a little love into our online hat. Your contributions really do allow us to create more content and grow this resource. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website, so do check them out. Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve? Or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. 
On behalf of myself, Executive Director Lindsay Lindbergh, Associate Producer Magic Brian, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening.